Hey, Talk Shop fans. It's Helen O'Brien, host of Talk Shop Podcast. This podcast highlights various career paths and jobs where you necessarily do not need a four-year college degree, where a college degree is not a requirement to uh, apply for a position. With me on episode 15 are V and Kai. They are pharmacy technicians, and they also happen to be siblings. A big thank you to Nanette Salveson from Foothill Community College for connecting me with this dynamic duo. Now, let's jump in and talk shop. All right, so with me today, I have V and Kai, who are both pharmacy technicians. Welcome, V, and welcome, Kai. Happy to have you on Talk Shop. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about um, your pre-pharmacy technician days. Um, You know, you were in high school. What were you thinking? Um, For me, um, I know that I want to become a pharmacist. So during high school, during the senior year, uh, they have a workshop at school and talk about different colleges and which, uh, different programs. And then I stumbled across uh, Foothill. Um, I did not know Foothill was there. Um, and they have uh, the pharmacy technician program, uh, which you can finish within nine months. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how the pharmacy world is like first before I even step into uh, pharmacy school. So I um, applied for a Foothill. Um, and then got into a farm tech program. Then from there, I got my ES degree in pharmacy technology. And then I stay at Foothill uh, to finish my prerequisite for pharmacy school. Um, And then now I'm in pharmacy school. Oh, okay. So when you say pharmacy school, you want to go and be a pharmacist? Yes, that's correct. Got it. Okay. So you went like a different route where some other people might go straight into like um, a four-year school and go that route and spend lots of money. Yes. So the traditional route uh, most people would do is after high school, they get into a four-year university or at a a junior college, uh, get their bachelor and uh, finish all the prerequisite, then get into pharmacy school. Right. Um, My route is a little bit longer, but it saved me money in the long run. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so Foothill for our listeners is a community college. And if this is something, a path that you're interested in, especially after listening to this brother and sister duo, I forgot to mention they are siblings. um, You know, definitely look at your local community college because they have a lot to offer and uh, many offer this pharmacy tech path. What about you, Kai? So you were in high school, same kind of thing? Uh, yes. Unlike my sister, uh, I was in high school back in the day. Uh, but I would I didn't know what I really want. So that's the part about me. So I tried out at junior college. Uh, so just, you know, filled out, you know, the um, the GE uh, courses. And and then I will know which I what I want to do or what school I want to pursue. But, um, you know, life um, happened, things happen in life. So unfortunately that uh, we uh, experienced some um, uh, hardship with the family. So for me, I took the different route, which is uh, stop school, put, put the pause on the uh, education and go to work. Yeah. But Fernhill College gave me a second chance. So I came back, I see what my sister did. She got a license, she gave her, um, and Foothill gave her a chance to be in the profession that um, that could for, provide her the, the need, the income, and the um, the background for her goal. Right. So, I, wow, that's that brilliant, you know? So I, I, I kind of tried it out. And myself, it's a live uh, testimony again for the farm tech, at Foothill College. I also went to the college, went to the program. Now I got a job in the healthcare system. Isn't that nice? It is. Very nice. It is. You guys are busy. So back in high school, 
I mean, did you know that you wanted to get into sciences? I mean, I'm assuming, V, that you went to a workshop and you were probably thinking about something in the sciences, but you weren't exactly sure. Um, for me personally, ever since I was a, a young girl, I always know I want to do something in healthcare. Um, it's whether to be a doctor or to be a pharmacist. Um, at that time, I did not know yet, but uh, something behind uh, my mind that I always want to do um, medicine. So um, I figure, let's treat, let's see what pharmacy is about. That's awesome. That's great. And then Kai, you saw your sister and you're like, I think I'm going to do what she's doing. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, like every um, uh, normal high schooler, they probably have like the idea uh, what field they're going to be. For me, back in high school, like I'm really good at with computers. Like, you know, like we grew up in the Bay Area where all the technology is going to be. And matter of fact, I'm really good at computer, but for me, it's not really the fulfillment. Sure. I want to do something that not just impact my life, but I want to impact the others as well. Very nice. So you're passionate about, about this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's hard to find your passion. It is. Yeah. A lot of people, they work maybe um, spend a lot of time, spend a lot of uh, energy. Um, but at the end of their goal or at the end of their uh, career path, they, I think they, 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 they're willing to uh, spend a little bit more than that or, you know, to uh, invest a little bit more. But, you know, that's a path you choose. This is what's going to be the result, you know. So to me, um, I'm happy at, at, at what I am right now. Right, right. So, okay, so to get into the pharmacy tech like pathway, at a community college, how difficult is that? I mean, do you just apply and you assume that you're um, accepted or what, how does that all work? So there's two different routes that you can become a uh, pharmacy tech. Uh, the first route is you can go through a uh, program, uh, which there is not a lot of program left in the Bay Area. Um, and then the second route is you actually can take a test. Uh, it's a national test which will uh, which will certify you to work in any state so if you get the license you can then apply to the state board at the state you're currently in and then get your license that way so there's two routes that you can go about to get your license as a farm tech okay now and i know that there's um so the the bureau of labor statistics says that there's a four percent job growth for pharmacy technicians until like 2029. So that means it's in demand, right? So I'm assuming to get into a program, it's probably fairly straightforward. They're not turning a lot of people away, right? So for, uh, I know there, I, I believe Foothill College is the only one that is uh, available at a community college uh, and it's not a private school, which will uh, can save you money um, and, term of like the to pay for the program because you can also apply for financially and uh, they tell you a list of prerequisites that you have to have uh, for example high school degree or um, I'm sorry uh, excuse me like it's been too long so I don't quite remember what was the prerequisite but uh, like high school degree um, and then you can even like apply as a high school um, I believe a high school student as well um, and there's some other prerequisite, like you have to attend like a one day workshop or a one day kind of like an introduction to the program um, in order to know what you're getting yourself into. Mm. Uh, and I think Foothill, the last time I checked, they only apply, I mean, I, I, they only accept about 35 students each year. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, I, I'm not sure about the private uh, program. It could be a little bit more. Mm, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my version of Foothill College may be a little bit more updated than uh, my sister because I, I graduate later than her. Um, so at Foothill, they do offer a two-year degree for pharmacy technology, which is when you finish the ph pharmacy technician program, uh, which me and my sister both did, 
and then you complete the general education at Foothill, you will get a two years degree, which is qualified for your financial aid. Right. That's yes. the associates, right? Associates. Yes. 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 That's okay. what I have. So by the time I finish with the uh, farm tech program, uh, my second year at Foothill, I uh, finished my GE and uh, got the program to fulfill the rest of the requirement. So I got an AS degree in pharmacy technology. Yes. yes. So Very nice. And then, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. So basically, you're not just getting the license for your career, but you do get a, a degree on your career path, which is like really good for your uh, stepping stone, how, how I see it. That's fantastic. Okay. All right. So, so when you're getting close to being done at, at your community college, the years being Foothill, do they help place you in, into maybe a pharmacy somewhere or how does that work? Um, so toward the end of your, um, actually kind of throughout the curriculum might change, but during my time, uh, we have to do some uh, rotation throughout the program. So it could be one to two days at a community pharmacy or at a hospital pharmacy to accumulate your hours toward your uh, license. Uh, so sense. after that, uh, the program don't uh, technically help you find a job, but if you're do very well at a certain location, they might offer you a job right after, which happens to the both of us. Yeah, so basically Foothill don't, well, Foothill College program didn't give you a job, but they give you the connection to the job. Right, and isn't that the key to everything, Kai? Yes. It is, connection is everything. It's everything, yeah, yeah. So you're both working right now. Are you working together? No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, yes. Uh, so my brother, his passion is for inpatient pharmacy. For me, I am. I have passion for outpatient pharmacy. So we're a little bit different in the pharmacy world at this time. Yeah. Um. So he worked at a different hospital than where I am. Okay. So can you explain for our listeners inpatient versus outpatient pharmacy? Yeah, definitely. So outpatient is when you go to like a community or a retail pharmacy like CVS, Walmart, uh, Safeway, or even at the hospital, but an outpatient uh, where patient can uh, come in to get their medication filled. Uh, inpatient, uh, they mainly help um, make medication for the in-house, so the ER, the people that staying inside the hospital. So those are the two main difference. Okay. So is there um, any, do you have any reasoning behind your preference? Uh, for me, uh, I figured this out, uh, which is my, um, like why inpatient was my uh, path, because I really love making IV, you know, like um, different type of compounding for uh, medication. So I, I really like this technique. I really like uh, what I, I'm doing. And I really like the, um, the setting, you know, because in patient, most of the time, the setting got to be inside the hospital. Right. Our patient, I, I would say about 70%, it's going to be uh, retail. And then the rest of 30% going to be belong to the hospital setting, you know. So and then because most of my hours, that I did for my externship is inside the hospital. So, and then, you know what, this is like, like I really like this style. I really like this uh, workflow. And then I, I just turned out to be like, I really good at uh, doing compounding, making IVs um, and assisting uh, the pharmacist take care of the patient in-house, like my sister said. Yep. Yes. For, for me, I just like to have the uh, interaction with patient more because uh, for outpatient, you actually see patient more because um, they come into the pharmacy, they see you, you give them the medication, uh, consultation. So those are the things that you get to interact with the patient more than the inpatient. Inpatient right. letting you interact with the patient who's staying in, inside the hospital um, mainly. 
So with outpatient, I can see different types of people that come in. Yeah. Right. So you might see someone like me. So if I'm going to the pharmacy at Walgreens to pick up my medication or whatever, most of the time I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with a pharmacy technician and usually they'll say, oh, do you need to speak with the pharmacist? So now I know that the person that I'm talking to is not a pharmacist, maybe not yet, but they're a pharmacy technician, just like you two. Yes. yes. Right. Okay. All right. So how many, um, this is very intriguing to me because, you know, I've been doing all these other paths and it's um, nice to do one in health sciences. So thank you again for doing this. Um, so in a setting like um, in for outpatient, how many technicians would be working with a pharmacist? Like, is there is there a certain ratio you have to keep? And then how many pharmacists are usually there? So can you tell me a little bit about the numbers? So it depends on where you're working. Um, so where I'm currently at is a hospital setting, um, but we have multiple uh, uh, pharmacy inside that facility. So it depends on how big your pharmacy is. There's a ratio, actually an equation that they use to calculate how many technicians per pharmacist you can use or have, have at one time. Uh, so the equation is 2n plus 1. Actually, uh, I'm sorry, 2n minus 1. So, uh, so the n is the number of uh, pharmacists. So then, uh, so you have one pharmacist. So two, uh, two, two times one is two minus one. So you get one technician. I see. So you would have one pharmacist and one technician. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. In it for that size one, but then and if you have okay. more pharmacists, then they still have to use that equation to calculate. Um, but it can get a little tricky. Um, so the technician. Um, they can, so they can have the technician based on that equation, but they can also have clerks who help sell the prescription. That does not belong to that equation. I see. Okay. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your, um, like for a pharmacy technician, what is your, what is your day like when you're at work? Like, tell me some of the things that you're doing to help the pharmacist and just to kind of help things run smoothly. Sure. I'll let my brother talk about the inpatient side because it's uh, definitely different than my oh, side. Yes, definitely. It's totally, it's, it's, it's called the same, but totally the, my day is different than her day, completely different. So uh, inside the hospital, we, we have some, uh, something called uh, auto, automated medication machine, which is, is uh, store medication for nurses. A doctor or a surgeon that that uh, they they could go there and they take out uh, the medication to treat or to um, to give to the patient. So the job as a technician for me, well, seventy percent of the time, it managed that machine, go delivery, refilling, and uh, well, or whenever it have um, some kind of like troubleshooting, we gonna be the one that go take care of that. That is one. Of my day, the um someday my my uh, my shift gonna be different. My shift could be inside the IV room making IV compounding for the rest of the hospital, or I could go or I could do just like delivery, like um like the technician do all the compounding, uh, fill all the medication for the floor, and then I gonna be the one that deliver to the nursing station. So my day could be varied. You know, it could be from uh, doing one job, but next day I could do a different job. Right. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's a complex uh, uh, job, how, how I see it, because like it's constantly changing, but at the same time, I constantly learn. Sure. If you, if you up to challenge and, and if you up for the learning curve, inpatient have a little bit higher learning curve than outpatient. But at the same time, we all have the same basic, we all have the same uh, knowledge uh, for both inpatient and outpatient, how I see it. So your day is, your days aren't really the same every single day. You have, you've got something going on. It might be different from Monday to Tuesday. Yes. yes. It, well, isn't that nice? 
uh, it's a pro and con. <laughs> it's a pro and con. So it's yeah. to keep you, um, it keep you fresh and keep you uh, keep learning. So you don't feel like, oh, I'm doing the same same things every day. Right. And but the the, the con is you have to keep up with the uh, the system because things change every day. Right. You know, so things may be the same on that shift on Monday, but the next Monday, something already changed. Right, so, right. So, so you have to be willing to update yourself and willing to, uh, to write out the notes and you're willing to, to do an extra step, you know, to learn that after your shift. You know, like how I like, do, like just a review, you know, section for yourself. Yeah, so it still is challenging. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And for my day, of course, it's different than inpatient. For outpatient, you're basically kind of doing the same thing almost every day, but it can vary. So uh, it's ranged from your, you can actually help the patient take in prescription, type the prescription, help the pharmacist fill or pull the medication, and then sell the prescription. Um, and then you can also help with ordering um supplies or ordering medication for the pharmacy, uh, do compounding if your pharmacy permits that, um, and the more variety of things, um, answering phone call, doing insurance claims. So those are uh, just a little bit of the daily life inside the pharmacy. But like my brother said, not just inpatient, but outpatient as well. You constantly learn new things every single day. If you want to learn new things, Pharmacy is the way to go because there are going to be new medication come out sure. so often. So you will need to update yourself to help educate a patient as well. Mm -hmm. So that, that is definitely a lifelong learning journey if you choose pharmacy. You're a good saleswoman. Maybe you should go to sales. Thank you. That's what my mom told me too. <laughs> um, well, and back to the job growth, you know, because the baby boomers are getting older too, there's probably a lot more people on medications, right? Um, and now with this whole COVID thing, I'm sure there's like a whole other thing I never even thought of, but I'm sure some people aren't sleeping well and they're getting, you know, medication for that, or they have anxiety because they think they're going to get COVID. Um, so I'm sure the pharmacies are really busy right now and they have been busy for the last nine or 10 months, right? Yes, uh, definitely both inpatient and outpatient. Uh, that was a little bit of a, um, like, I guess the, it kind of slowed down toward the beginning of the quarantine. Mm -hmm. uh, not a lot of people uh, coming to get the medication, but um, it's slowly climbing back. Uh, definitely seeing a trend, but even more than before, mm -hmm. I see more patients coming to get their medication. And uh, because now pharmacy, a lot of pharmacy offer curbside pickup or sure. delivery service. So more patients even uh, inclined to use those services. So we even see more of those numbers climbing up. So yeah. like you mentioned earlier, I, I definitely see more patients using medication to help them sleep. Uh, anxiety medication, a lot of people, there's a, even a study saying that during COVID time, during this time, a lot of people were diagnosed with anxiety because all these things that you hear on the news scare you. Yep. And then you start to become anxious and then your right. doctor have you met. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No surprise. I saw on the news this morning about people are bored and like they're telling people what they can do when they're bored. It was interesting. I think one was learning how to cook or something like that, but um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of ramifications from all of this and it flows over into the pharmacy world. Um, okay. So what are your career aspirations? Are you, are you both thinking about becoming pharmacists? For me, I'm already in pharmacy school. I am in my third year. Uh, so I have a year and a half left to go and then I will be a pharmacist. So uh, like I've mentioned toward the beginning, it's like a, a dream of mine to become a pharmacist or in healthcare when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's great. So, 
Uh -huh. So for me, I'm uh, in the process of uh, going back to school, uh, finish up my uh, prerequisites for pharmacy school. So uh, in the next two years, I will see myself that um, uh, being applying to pharmacy school and uh, eventually I will catch up with her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can catch up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <It's only timing. laughs> um. So then, so pharmacy school is four years, right? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, so it depends on the school. Uh, some program is a little bit more accelerated. So mm -hmm. it's three years. Uh, for my school, I'm currently at Toro University in California. Uh, so this can, you can definitely consider this as a uh, accelerated program um, because uh, normally you get three year of didactic and then one year rotation. My school is very special. We do two-year didactic. So you cut down one entire year and then two-year rotation. Mm -hmm. So you get double the experience compared to other schools. Okay, okay. But for someone who, um, maybe they don't want to be a pharmacist. Maybe a pharmacy technician is just mm -hmm. where they want to be and they don't want to go any further, which is totally fine because we need those pharmacy technicians, right? Yes. Um, so, um, so the outlook for them, as I said, it was, uh, is about 4%. Um, what do you think for this pharmacy technician, what do you think are three qualities? Now you can either give me three V or you can give me three VI, or you can give me three among the two of you, but three qualities that you think are needed to be successful as a pharmacy technician? For me, definitely um, pay attention to detail. Um, yes, that as a patient, that makes me feel good. Yes, yes. because in yes. pharmacy, sometimes I feel like I'm a investigator. I'm, I'm going through different, because each patient is unique and you have to look uh, at each patient individually uh, when you're helping them. So mm -hmm. little detail, will really help you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, to, to me, uh, one of the um, thing that I always uh, telling myself that I'm a human and I make mistakes. So every single day, every single medication I'm handling is always come with the double, maybe triple checking system. And then to me, it's like paying um, uh, extra, care like like you're not just like giving care for a person just think about like you're giving i'm giving care for my sister i'm giving care for my 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 my, my family that's gonna be helping uh, a pharmacy technician to take his or her career to the next level right so really having compassion for the person that you're helping and sometimes for you more so kai than v you might be making compounds or whatever, and you might not ever see a face. So yeah. you're getting that, right? Yes, that's, uh, that's, that's the um, downside of my, uh, on my career path because most of the time, I'm just like the person uh, supporting in the supporting team. Uh, because why, why I'm saying that, because we, uh, the main goal is supporting the nurses, just supporting the doctors uh, to provide the medication for them to treat the patient. Yes, and uh, unlike to my sister, my sister directly uh, taking care of the patient, helping them directly when they are healthy, you know? So uh, at the end of the day, if a patient come to my hospital, get treated well, they will come to my sister pharmacy and pick up that medication. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, any other qualities that you think? Uh, definitely need to be a uh, good listener, uh, not only to the patient, but definitely uh, listen to your uh, coworker, your colleague, because they might be giving you important information that you need to uh, work for for your job, or you need to listen when other healthcare professional asking you for help or a certain thing that, or you might be in need to 
ask them for help. So definitely listening skill is very important in uh, healthcare and uh, also communication. Yes. It's a very big key because you can't really just do something and then not communicate to your colleague. And then when somebody call about it, they don't know what's going on. And then you're gonna waste a whole bunch of time just trying to figure out what's going on for this patient. Yeah, yeah listening, communication, they go in pair, definitely yeah. in pharmacy. Yeah. yeah, in communication, it's, it's asking questions and um, never assuming, right? Yes. Yeah. Do yeah. not assume in the pharmacy world. You don't, no, want to I don't think anywhere. Well, you know what they say about assume. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but <laughs> assume, um, you know, um, it makes an ass out of you and me. Have you heard that? Yeah. yeah. So I always tell other people that like, you know, never assume and asking questions, you know, you may think that you, you're um, a pain in the butt or something, but actually asking questions really helps a lot. So that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything else, Kai? Uh, yes, I, I will. Um, I would like to add this uh, in, uh, which is uh, teamwork. So mm-hmm. e- e- either our patient or inpatient, we need to work um, as a team in the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, my day, uh, I'm working in different shift that I cannot help my coworker on different things, or I cannot help my pharmacist on on uh, assisting her um, on multiple tasks because you know at the end of the day we win at the team, right? Yeah, and if we do lose, we gonna lose at the team as well. Then no, we yeah you know yeah then no I in the team. So I was just gonna say that you yeah. stole my line. I'm sorry. So, so, <laughs> And then if anybody listens to this podcast, you already know healthcare system is not about your one man game. It's a team game. Yes. Mm-hmm. So everybody that already been through this COVID time and maybe listen back, back to this podcast in 2030 or 2040, you should know that by now. Yeah. Yes. With the teamwork, make the dream work. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, because not only pharmacy, uh, doctor, nurses, uh, the lab technician, lab scientists, everybody play a role in uh, help treating and caring for a patient. It's not just one person that do the job. No, you're right. And even like a ther- uh, occupational therapist or a physical therapist, and they need to know what the medication is and what the limitations are and all that. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and even those people that help clean the beds for the patient, mm-hmm. people are very important because they keeping the patient hygiene clean and help patients like keep up with, with their health and getting to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Everyone's important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. It's teamwork to make the dream work. There you go. Yes, very nice, Kai. I like that. Do you guys have any good funny stories to tell me? Funny story, not much, but I could have one of the personal story to share um, with uh, the podcast listener because uh, for me, um, I, I, when I was a student at Foothill College, right, and I went through the uh, the program with uh, with like awesome i'm talking about like these awesome uh instructor i I, and i never think uh i never thought of them that like um teacher or my professor i was just thinking about like my mentor more more than that you know and then i remember one thing that uh uh, angela which is my uh director of the program always telling me whatever you do think for the patient and know your scope of practice so because doctor they have their own area of practice pharmacists they have their own area of practice also the pharmacist technician you're gonna have your own area of practice so this is a story of me when i first got a job in a hospital i wasn't so sure what uh, i supposed to do in one case of uh, medication of compounding so but what I know is my knowledge back in school was saying that, hey, whatever you do, 
you license to take care of patient, patient safety first. And what I did is I delayed the process of making the, the medication by taking extra care to wash my hand, to take care, um, to making sure my proper technique to compound that medication is right and correct before I could deliver that medication to the patient. Of course, there was a consequences for that. My pharmacist wasn't happy because there was a delay of uh, patient care, but I have the right technique. I have the right uh, to stand up for myself and talk about what was the, the, the belief of, uh, in my case, in my shoes, I'm saying, this is what I learned, this is what I think is supposed to be right, and this is what I think is better for patient. So I understand that we may be the assistant, we may be the supporter, but sometimes we do own a right to speak up. And I, I, I'm glad I did that on, 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 on that day, because now we have the better understanding between me and that pharmacist and now it's not just be because of that, but now we build trust among right. the team. Yeah. Right. Yep. That, that is my personal uh, story. That's a good story. That's, that's an important story because um, I think sometimes people are afraid to speak up and they think, you know, they need to show that, I don't know if the word is respect, but for the pharmacist, right? Like, oh, this person is all knowing and, but, um, you know, sometimes you have to just, it, again, it goes back to communication, asking mm -hmm. questions, all of that. So that's a really good um, story, Kai, very good. Um, to take it back on what my brother just said, um, as a, a future pharmacist, and I'm currently as a technician. So when I'm actually really appreciate when my technician comes to me and tell me, hey, I noticed there's something wrong with this. Can you take a look from what we've been noticing? I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And I know some people, they might not like it. Mm -hmm. And it just feel like, are you questioning my ability to judge? Exactly. But at the same time, you have to think about the patient. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're working on a team, your teammate is telling you, hey, there's something wrong. Let's take a look at this. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it a lot. And I, that's why technician is very important. Without technician, the pharmacist can't do a lot of things. There's so many things that the technician can help the pharmacist throughout the day that would help the pharmacist a lot. Otherwise it will be a mess every single day. Right, right. You, you almost kind of keep each other in check. Yep. Yes, mm -hmm. right. So are you both working 40 hours a week? Um, right now I am because I'm on my school break. Um, otherwise during uh, this time, then I've been doing rotation. So technically I'm working 40 hours a week at my rotation. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I do also work one day a week, uh, on the weekend at my workplace. Okay. So yeah. So 48 hours a week for me. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 And you too, Kai? Yes, I am working 40, uh, 40 hours uh, a week for uh, as a full-time technician, uh, but there's, is there's tremendous need right now in the uh, hospital setting. So I, I, I keep constantly pulling uh, overtime hours uh, just because not, not because uh, we are short anything, but just like the need for, um, for uh, taking care um, the, the, you know the the global pandemic right now, and then it it it's it, it just it's just a struggle that every hospital experience right now. Right, it is a struggle, and yeah, and thank you for doing that, both of you. It's um, it's a very what you're doing is very noble, and you're part of the team, so it's very commendable. Is this a, can I share something uh, real quick? I, I, I don't know if my sister did share the big picture of pharmacy technician um, because my sister and I have a different uh, way of earning our experience, right? My sister a little bit more in the um, 
the easy side of the story because she she got the job right after school and I I kind of like uh, need to work my way in the uh, system a little bit so I did have a chance to work in the mainstream uh, pharmacy which is retail um, outpatient but also I do see there is a need for our uh, of traditional, which is the managed care level as the pharmacy technician. So, so most of the time you and I, my sister think that pharmacy technician, uh, we only work in the pharmacy. No, no, actually no. We could work uh, as the uh, care um, management uh, team player because what the pharmacy technician world expanding more people gonna be in the, uh, you know, like dialysis system, uh, home healthcare and stuff like that. So those era do need a pharmacy technician to help the pharmacist to provide medication to patient as well. Sure. And, and I do see the role gonna be expanding to that, 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 that off traditional pharmacy um, more in the future because uh, more people are gonna stay home now and more people are gonna just like getting a uh, medication delivered to, to, to themselves, but they're not sure how to take it, right? So they do need uh, somebody to guide them through that process. And I and with all this, uh, you know, live uh, consultation and online meeting, you know, stuff like that, I will see. I do see that uh, pharmacy technician gonna be uh, more like a, a desk job in the future as well. Yep. Interesting. Yes. And uh, for pharmacy world, it's actually expanding a lot in the past, I have to say past 10 plus year. Uh, pharmacists now uh, we uh, get to, I guess we've been fighting for provider status um, because a lot of people, they don't see pharmacists as a, uh, a doctor, because uh, when you graduate from pharmacy school, you're technically a doctor of pharmacy. They only see pharmacists working in a pharmacy, filling prescriptions, slap a label on the bottle. But no, there's so much more. There's also management, a management to take care of patient in the hospital. There's managed care. Uh, there's insurance aspect of it. There's a lot of things. Like in the past 10 years, pharmacists now can give vaccination. Mm -hmm. That's a really big thing. Yes, you can prescribe medication for patient under protocol, like birth control, smoking cessation, uh, travel meds. There's so much more now. The pharmacist, mm -hmm. pharmacy technician, even now I heard recently, California now approved for a pharmacy technician to give vaccination. That's a really big thing. That is a big thing. It oh. is. Mm -hmm. And then now you're going to see a lot more of a pharmacy technician be able to give vaccination. That's a really... It's a great thing because when I was in school for a pharmacy technician, it's not we never even think about that could happen. Yep. And now 10 years later, it's like, wow, this is very good. Like a lot of things that pharmacy technician can do. Yep. Right. Which for the patient, it makes it more accessible for them. Certain things now in the past, you know, if you needed a shingles vaccination, you needed to go see your primary care physician. And now you can just go to your local drugstore and, and get the vaccination there. Yes. So that reduces, you know, the time that you're spent, um, time and money that you spend um, going to the primary care. And also, the, I, I would think that the insurance companies are much happier too, right? Yeah, a lot of them paying that because now the big thing is preventive health care. Which you preventing from seeing the doctor for little things, and to so that patient don't have to see doctors so often because they're very healthy. Very everything is taken care of. They just have to follow the instruction, take the medication, and then maybe visit the doctor one time a year for the annual health check. Yep. And right. then you visit the drugstore. A lot of patients, especially this year, not a lot, uh, not a lot of patients know that you can get vaccine at drugstore. They were very surprised. And I was like, can pharmacists give that? I was like, yes, we're, we're like certified yeah. to give vaccine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's really great. And a slow, and then soon, because now we have COVID vaccine, the training technician to learn how to vaccinate. Yep. And that is a really big thing. That is a big thing. Yes. Wow. Okay. 
Well, so your role really is expanding or has expanded and probably will expand some more. Yes, I can definitely see pharmacy technician role will play a a big thing in pharmacy because they will be able to help a lot. We'll be able to do a lot, Um, not just the normal um, daily tasks like what we've been doing. Yes. Right, right. And hopefully your pay will catch up to now your new expanded role too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I took the, not the traditional route to go to pharmacy school and uh, to go through the community college route for the podcast listener. Um, People will doubt you. They will think you cannot make it because they will think, why don't, why didn't you go through the UC? Why didn't you get the bachelor and go into pharmacy school? You have to do your research. It, it, it took a little bit longer. Even the counselor um, that I was having during the time at Foothill, he didn't think I would make it to pharmacy school. Wow. And here I am. I proved all those people wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. I worked my way up. You just have right. to do a little bit of research. Um, there's different route, not just for pharmacy school, but for other things. You don't have yep. to take the traditional route. Yep. Yeah. Which is why I'm doing the podcast series, because um, there's such a push to do the four-year route. And just some students, they're either, you know, they're not interested in going to school anymore, or, you know, they're just really not sure, um, or maybe they don't have the financial means to go. And, and all of that's okay, but the community colleges offer such great resources for students coming out of high school to kind of help figure it out. And even people who have started on one path or he, who even went to four years and got a bachelor's, some of them are even going back to community college because they want to do something totally different. Yes. So um, yeah, you do have to do your research. I, that's a great um, tip, V. Uh, it's super important. Do your research. Yeah. Yes. And believe in yourself because if you don't believe that you've done your research, you know this is a way to do it, and people talk down on you, you will give up. Because mm-hmm. there have been times that I think I will not make it. I think I will give up. But I remember why I start in the first place and then continue on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just have to stick to your goal. Good girl, V. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Um, okay. So, well, you know, you two have been great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate, you know, talking all about being a pharmacy technician, your high school experience to get into community college. And, um, it's, I think it really will help some students out there help kind of figure out, you know, what's going to be next for them. If this is something they're going to consider, um, in the future, do you think one last question, um, do you think this is a good route to go to go from pharmacy technician to pharmacist or, you know, because some people might skip right over the pharmacy technician part and just go straight to be a pharmacist. My thought would be, I would want to know what the pharmacy technicians are doing. So I think I would go and want to be the pharmacy technician first, but I don't know. What do you think? I would do the same. Uh, if I have to pick again, I would do the same is I actually opened my eye to see what the pharmacy world is like. Because I do have some classmates in pharmacy school that were shocked because I was like, I did not know that I have to do all these things. And um, with all the experience that I have accumulated throughout the year as a farm tech, it helped me through pharmacy school. It's actually a really big help too. Mm -hmm. So I would do the same again. Right. Yes. Yeah. For for me, I I I would do the same thing because um, I'm not trying to say that you know like uh, you you're gonna spend extra time to become something that you don't want to be. But how I see it, um, become a pharmacy technician before you become a pharmacist is 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 giving you a uh, a buffer room, a kind of like uh, uh, insurance. Because now you have uh, a chance to expose yourself to the environment. You're going to work for 20 years or 30 years before you retire, right? So you, you're making sure that you like the environment, the people, and the pay. You know what I mean? So you're making sure that you get into what you want. And pharmacy technician is giving me a chance to, to confirm this is what I want to do. 
this is the environment I want to be working at every single day, not just one year, every single day for the rest 25 years before I retire. Right, right. That's what I tell students at the school I work at all the time. Go get a job, try and find something that you, I think you're interested in. And, you know, who cares if you're sweeping the floors at this place, just, you know, that way you can kind of see what's going on. Um, you know, if you want to be an attorney down the road, try and go get, you know, some sort of, you know, even if you're like a file clerk or something at the law firm, just to kind of get an idea of what environment you're going to be in. Do you like the kind of people that are in this role? Um, you know, and I think the best way to figure things out a lot of the times is figuring out what you don't want to do before you figure out what you do want to do. Because a lot of times it's a process of elimination. And in that process, you finally find out, gee, I think I want to do this or I want to explore this a little bit more. So, um, okay, great. Well, th you too, thank you so much. Um, the brother and sister duo, the dynamic duo of the pharmacy tech world. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank and you so much for having us. us. Oh yes, absolutely. This is, this has been, this has been enlightening for me because now I will, um, have a new respect for the pharmacy technicians whenever I have to go pick up anything. Um, I had a feeling that that's what they, they weren't the pharmacists because they would always talk about, well, would you like to talk to the pharmacist? And I'm thinking, well, what are you? And so, but now I know. <laughs> yes, because legally they cannot uh, right. talk to you about it. Yes. Right. Yes. So thank you. Thank you so much. Again. And Helen, I just, I, I just want to say that. So thank you so much for doing this uh, podcast because I, I myself, when I was in college and high school and, you know, because when I tried to seek for, you know, some guidance or, or, or what should I do and how, how do I get, you know, like people um, from that job or this job to, to ask them. But now you make things so simple, just like yes. listen to your podcast and I learned so much thing. Like, to be honest, like uh, the business like woman that, that you have in your pocket one time was like, I didn't know they don't need a degree to do this. Like they just so smart and they and she live in the Bay Area, like just like myself, you right. know, and then there's like, you know, so many um, career paths out there that I, I didn't know that they could do that. You know, no, like, I know. Yeah. I so know. Like, thank you so much yes. again that making this so simple for people like us or people who are like us that uh, we seeking for what we do. We, we're not sure what we're looking for. And, um, and you know what, this, this is a wonderful gift, not just for me and my sister, but for everybody. That about wraps up this episode of Talk Shop Podcast. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow on Instagram, Facebook, and your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And check out my website at www.talkshoppodcast.com for additional info, articles, and resources. You can always send me questions and comments through the contact form. And if there's a specific career you'd like to hear about in the future, please let me know. Until next time, get out there, take a chance, and talk with people because you never know who you will meet. <laughs>